It has been five months since I have cut a new episode of Ungovernable. A lot has happened in that time. And in this episode, I'll cover it all as well as what's going to be going down in the future. Let's roll. COVID world has been very cruel to many, many people, um, our family included. Uh, the last few months has included a uh, just a ton of change, loss, uh, self-reflection, and I'm here to talk about it all uh, to set up kind of what is going to be at least the near future for uh, my content and what I'm going to be putting out there. Uh, in September of 2021, my family uh, lost uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law. My mother-in-law died from COVID. Uh, my father-in-law died with COVID. Uh, as you can imagine, there is an, a, uh, a nuanced and very complicated story that needs to be told about that. And I will talk about it in a future episode, um, which probably means that uh, I'm back until they censor me for what I say during that episode. Um, but so as you can imagine, that has sent ripples or shockwaves throughout my uh, my immediate family as well as my extended family. A lot of those ripples and shockwaves have uh, resulted in myself and my wife and my three kids really talking about what the future looks like. Um, you know, the our reality completely changed within that one week period. And um, really, it, it has caused us to ask some very difficult questions that we probably should have asked a long time ago. So one of the conclusions that we've reached is that New Jersey is not where we want to raise our family. Um, what New Jersey used to be might have been somewhat closer to what we were looking for. But as a result of the actions that were taken by this idiot, um, as well as this idiot, uh, have really darkened our not just our perception but also just how we relate to to others and how we relate to the community within this state uh and so you know our children's lives were impacted dramatically we were still able to go out and take walks and we've always been outdoorsy and active and it didn't matter whether it was cold or hot we would get out and walk and hike and enjoy nature but we came to the conclusion we can do that anywhere um, what really was impacted was the fact that our kids being uh, homeschooled and um, uh, our choices in terms of our, our medical choices as a family, uh, COVID further isolated us. We already knew that we had a small uphill battle uh, in terms of keeping our kids involved in a community and finding friends and things like that. Um, but it became painfully obvious that those around us not only didn't share our perspectives, but uh, actually would have uh, demonized us for them, right? Would have, would have uh, treated us as outcasts as a result of our choices for our family. And that is not the environment we want our kids to grow up in. Um, and in fact, we looked back the way things were pre-COVID. And even there, we were thinking to ourselves that, you know, the, the people that we were associating with, and specifically the kids and the families that our kids were becoming attached to, um, didn't share our perspectives. And whereas I really want my kids to have diverse perspective, I also want them to have a strong, very close, you know, social, um, almost kind of like village that they live within. Um, and that really includes the family structure um, and the most immediate friends that they keep. Uh, I think me, myself, I've also discovered that I work way too much. 
Um, I was away from the house way too often, even when lockdowns happened and things like that. I was still out doing work uh, and I was not spending enough time with my family. Uh, you know, the the uh, I have a couple of friends here in New Jersey that are running um, for for Congress and um, they're running specifically just to get a message out there. And the message is that we have to stop putting nationalism and groupthink ahead of what's really important. And what's really important is individual natural rights and our families. Those are the two most important things. If you are religious, you know, your your belief system may, you know, fit in there somewhere, um, either just below or right in the middle of those things. But for us, um, you know, for me and my wife, family comes first, man. Um, you know, and and me, if I was single, I would tell you that my individual individual rights and freedoms come first. But um, I'm I'm willing to compromise on those for only four other people. And those four other people are my wife and three kids. And that's pretty much about it. Uh, and so from that standpoint, you know, family is going to be a main focus of ours going forward. Uh, and specifically for me, who had kind of forgotten about that. As a result of all of this soul searching, my wife and I have decided to uh, put our house up for sale and to move to New Hampshire. New Hampshire has always been something that we've been eyeing up for the last couple of years. There was always an excuse to not go. Um, there was always some kind of impediment or some kind of timeline that didn't fit. And losing my my in-laws um, and my wife losing her parents in, in one fell swoop, the way that it happened, really kind of opened our eyes to the fact that, you know, there's there's no excuse for for, you know, there's there's no reason to put off your life, to hit the pause button on something that you want to do and not do what you want to do in terms of your future and setting things up, especially if it's for the people that you love and the people that are closest to you. And so for that uh, or to that end, we are currently in the process of prepping the house uh, to be shown. Uh, hopefully we will have it on the market here within the next couple of months because Quite frankly, I am I do not have a lot of faith in the housing market outside of the next few months, especially with interest rates rising. Um, so, uh, you know, you're probably not going to get a ton of financial advice on this channel, but uh, I can tell you that myself and my wife uh, really had to come to a quick decision as far as the house was concerned because of the the economy and the market dynamics that are happening right now. So we are knee-deep in that process. We're also knee-deep in the estate process, which let me tell you, if you don't hate the state for income taxes and, and sales taxes, dude, go through a freaking estate that has even a couple thousand dollars attached to it. It is a freaking nightmare trying to keep those blood-sucking vampires from taking money that your family uh, accrued over their lives and uh, intentionally want to pass on to their loved ones. My wife is an only child. There is no contention. There's no one sticking their hand in saying, oh, that's ours and this is ours. It is understood. The, the estate goes to my wife, and yet we still have to jump through all these hoops uh, and pay all these fees and try to avoid all these taxes. And believe me, that will be yet another episode. Um, I, I probably will not be doing as much political commentary, though that is kind of a form of uh, therapy for me. So there may be some rants. There may some, be some live casts in the future that's associated to politics or or the ridiculous economics of the United States right now. But um, I'm really trying to 
focus on some more recorded content and content that has a high level of value. To that end, um, in addition to all these moving parts, um, I fired up the 3D printer. Um, I'm working on a number of other projects that I'm really excited to kind of share with everyone. Um, as a result, uh, I can show you some of my, my nerdery here. Anyone who's a StarCraft fan from back in the day, we've got some StarCraft figures that we printed up. There's a couple of small imperfections in there that we're going to have to work on. But um, we're going to uh, figure out how to 3D print some shit. We're going to figure out how to finish it off, whether it's sanding, filling, uh, you know, painting and, and kind of doing the, the polish work on those, uh, on those items afterward. Uh, we have some more functional pieces that I've been working on, just really basic stuff at the very beginning. So some carabiners and things like that. And then we can get into this really some, some fun stuff, I'll tell you. Um, in addition to that, crypto will always be uh, a big part of my life. And so I have a little cold storage wallet that I have to set up, and I will walk through that with everyone. We'll talk about crypto updates in the market. We'll talk about other opportunities within the crypto space. I am doubling down on Hive. I am doubling down on Hive. I'm actually, I put my money where my mouth was. I don't just hold Hive. I don't just post on Hive. Um, but what I am developing is a education-based DAP on the Hive blockchain. It is called Questable. Uh, the web address, once it is up and live, will be questable.io. Uh, and it is a, a blog-based questing uh, for education platform. It's for all ages. Um, I can't wait to see what people do with it. I have, I have kind of a vision of what I think 1.0, the version 1.0 is going to look like. I can't wait to see what people do with it once they get onto that platform. It's essentially a tailored front end for the Hive blockchain, and it is going to allow people, whether you're an educator or a student, to be able to earn crypto based off of your educational journey. And the other beauty here is that, again, there's no age requirements. So to be a teacher, you could know something at age 12 and post a quest for someone who's 60 on the blockchain, and the 60-year-old is the student, and the 12-year-old is the teacher, and both of you earn crypto for doing it. It's really exciting. I can't wait to show it um, and, and kind of do a walkthrough with everyone and really kind of publicize uh, that DAP. One thing that I want to remind everyone is, uh, you know, the traditional like, subscribe, comment stuff always still applies. Please remember this. Uh, I'm not monetized on YouTube or any of the other Web 2.0 platforms, nor do I ever want to be. If the uh, saga with Joe Rogan uh, has anyone learning anything, hopefully it's that being on platforms where there are centralized gatekeepers or control points or points where censorship can take place, doesn't matter how much leverage you have. They will always find a way to flex that muscle if they feel like they need to or if it's advantageous to them. So for me, I am not monetized on any of those platforms. It helps me out to get the message out. If you subscribe and like and comment on those platforms and I am there, I will I will interact with you. But truthfully, the way that I make any kind of uh, income or, or any kind of reward from doing these things monetarily is through crypto, and that would be on 3Speak Online, on the Hive blockchain, or on Odyssey are the two biggest spots. When I am live casting, I live cast on Odyssey as well as Vim TV. So if you catch any of the lives, upvote me then uh, when I am live. But as far as the recorded versions, any of my posts on 
uh, on high blockchain are also fair game. If you upvote me there, uh, I get crypto. And let's talk in the comments because our replies and upvotes there earn us both crypto as well. And so I'd love to hear from you, get feedback, and really have a conversation. Definitely check out the Liberty community on Hive. If you're on Hive, you know what the communities are. Check out the Liberty community. It's been somewhat dormant as of late. It will change as of right now. As of this post, we'll go up there uh, and a number of other things I will be posting to the Liberty platform, the Liberty community on Hive in the near future. Uh, and yeah, so I'm really excited to be back um, creating some content and you know mixing it up. I'm, I've I have to I owe a, a debt of gratitude to some, some channels that have really gotten me through this. Um, uh, Heresy Financial, uh, Joe Brown, who's out there. Heresy Financial, H E R E S Y, is a fantastic uh, channel on YouTube as well as a number of other platforms. He does an amazing job of laying out just the uh, the economics of, of the system, uh, where things are potentially going to go. He is a huge gold and silver bug, which is awesome. Something I will talk more about here in the future, because I think if you don't own gold and silver right now, you're missing out on a huge opportunity, uh, to basically ensure, um, your, your, uh, your investments or, or what assets that you have accrued over, uh, your period of your life. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, Joe Brown's gotten me through this, um, you know, the, the usuals, I mean, uh, you know, part of the problem, Dave, Dave Smith has, has really kind of helped me, Michael Malice, um, and a huge shout out to my crew here in New Jersey, Frankie, Mike Rufo, Dan Francisco, Nick Magner, Scott Hitchner, you, you guys are freaking rock stars, you, your, your support and just the fact that you're awesome people. Um, and a community that I want to keep going, even though I won't be here in the state long term. Um, you know, I, I I consider you guys part of my close family uh, that, you know, again, I, I prize over any kind of other type of collectivism or, or label or team jersey. Um, you guys are you guys are freaking rock stars in my book. And, and I've leaned on you guys a lot, um, at least for, you know, kind of uh, morale. And, and just kind of keeping my spirits up and the, the jokes and things like that have, have helped ridiculously to keep me on track and, and keep me from falling into a really dark place. And so uh, I want to say thank you for that. So with that, that is the end of this uh, much needed, long awaited, probably not anticipated by many, hopefully by some, um, but long awaited episode of Ungovernable. I am looking forward to telling a lot of stories uh, creating a lot of content here in the future. And I'm looking forward to having a conversation with um, all of you in, in terms of, you know, where you're at, what you're going through. And and maybe um, I might even get a little bit of a chance to uh, travel vlog here for about six months while things kind of get settled uh, in terms of, you know, we'll, I'll be in New Jersey probably till the end of 2022, um, or at least uh, in one way, shape or form. But there might be six or seven months there of travel, which could be fun, too. I've always wondered what it was like to be a travel vlogger and uh, might try my hand at that a little bit. So I'm looking forward to that opportunity. So uh, there's definitely a theme of adventure coming up here in the future and adventure being, uh, you know, just just having fun and figuring stuff out and being free and, and uh, taking advantage of the amazing existence that we have and not allowing others to limit it is a big deal. Right. Um, and that's really that at the, the, 
the heart of what it is to be ungovernable, not letting others limit the existence that you want to live. So I'm looking forward on going, looking forward to going on that adventure um, and that journey with all of you.